Hey everybody, Josh Sigurdsson of World Alternative Media here, and we are joined by Max Porterfield of Kalinex Mines Incorporated, and it's good to see you again, sir. How, how's everything going with you? It's going great. I'm really excited to be here today. Yeah, you know, we've had, we've all had a crazy week as the financial system sees, obviously, a massive strain. Bank runs have taken the headlines, and it reminds a lot of us of why it's important to have wealth insurance like precious metals. Uh, Max, can you go into why in a time of economic crisis like today, uh, it's so important to be in precious metals like gold and silver, because this is a, a, something that's been coming up a lot recently, obviously, with what we've been seeing in the news. Well, I mean, for thousands of years, um, humans have turned to precious metals as a store and value of wealth. And uh, I don't see that trend ending anytime soon. I think um, for a little while, you saw cryptocurrencies and the growth of the crypto market uh, as an alternative to the precious metals. Uh, but you can certainly see some weaknesses in utilizing cryptos. Uh, so again, it's another currency, another asset class that's uh, non-correlated most of the time. Uh, I think in a, in a really troubled market, all asset classes correlate uh, for a short period of time. Uh, but certainly you want to have precious metals in your portfolio uh, for diversification. No, absolutely. And, uh, you know, it's it's basically I've seen a trend a few times on uh, on Twitter recently buy gold, buy silver. It's times like these that people really start to think about this kind of stuff and really think about how the financial system works as well. If if zero interest rate policies um, help to create a booming tech industry and fueled growth and speculation, high interest rates are doing the opposite. And there's a rush to invest in resources. Uh infrastructure, energy, and, and more. Um, do you see a change in behavior when it comes uh, to the importance of natural resources since the inflation story became top of mind? Well, I mean, I think uh, all natural resources and alternative asset class and uh, similar to real estate and or gold, uh, the other natural resources are all priced in US dollars, aside from obviously real estate's price where it is in the local currency around the world. But uh, it, in terms of that, it's going to perform well in an inflationary uh, environment. It's going to take more dollars to buy the same metals per se. Uh, so that is the case uh, for that. And then uh, in addition to that, you've also had government policy on the flip side, on the demand side, really driving demand, uh, particularly in the base metal space, uh, as they've kind of mandated a shift away from a, uh, the hydrocarbon or oil and gas in, in favor of a zero carbon economy. And the metals are going to stand to benefit uh, from that. So there's really twofold working for uh, the metals right now, both from a, a kind of an alternative to a asset class, uh, so that you don't get impacted by inflation that's going on so much, as well as just from the demand side in a very limited supply market uh, by a big shift uh, for new demand coming online with EV vehicles around the world. It's interesting. That is one of the things that would actually benefit in the case of this whole zero carbon thing, which uh, obviously we, 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 there's a lot of conversation to be had about that issue. But when it comes to like electronics, when it comes to a lot of the things that people use on a daily basis, they don't a lot. Most people don't realize the use case for gold and silver and a lot of those things. So, you know, one of those things that would obviously benefit would be uh, precious metals. Well, in recent weeks, we're hearing lots of chatter about uh, dwindling supply of copper and zinc. And we know that because of the war, lots of materials are structurally coming out of circulation. Uh, scarcity coupled with demand are usually a, a great sign for price action. What can you tell us about copper, zinc, or silver deficits? 
Yeah, well, I mean, kind of on the flip side, we talked about the demand with the EV vehicles being a, a big uh, demand driver. Actually, just going back to that real briefly, it's really similar to uh, the, the platinum markets when the government's mandated that all cars needed catalytic converters. At that time, with platinum, you had very limited use outside of jewelry demand. Then all of a sudden, you have new demand coming online in a very big way, driven by government policy. Had a, a huge win for investors that were positioned correctly uh, in platinum or had exposure to platinum in one way or another. Uh, now, coming back to the supply side in the base metal space, you've had a really a lack of investment. And when I talk about investment in our business, it's the exploration dollars being spent for the discovery of new, new copper or zinc mines, for example, to come online. Yeah. And on average, it takes seven years for discovery to production uh, in the copper space, for example. And that's assuming everything kind of goes goes okay. I mean, there are unique instances like here at Calinex where you can have an opportunity to fast track that, but typically there's very long lead times. So you've had a lack of investment over the past decade uh, and discoveries overall are getting more and more challenging to be made. Uh, for example, if you look at you know copper, they've been looking for copper for centuries. So it's not like a, a suddenly a new use for a commodity or metal that didn't have really any kind of demand previously. So all these things are leading to a very, very limited supply. Then you add into the geopolitical risks taking place around the world, as you mentioned, the Russian invasion of the Ukraine. Russia, for example, is 4% of uh, copper production globally. Uh, in the DRC in the Congo is where you're going to have some really, really rich, high-grade copper coming out of the Central Africa. Very geopolitically unstable jurisdiction. The you know, supply comes off quite easily there. And then really the bellwether of global copper supply throughout the years uh, it's kind of like the OPEC uh, of copper is going to be in, in South America, in Peru and Chile. I've seen a lot of geopolitical unrest uh, within those. You've had protests at mine sites that's brought a lot of production offline. So they're really the perfect storms brewing right now in the uh, the base metal supply space where you have um, multiple demand drivers one way or another coming online. At the same time, you have really limited supply uh, that's just not, you know, it's not oil and gas where suddenly you hit a new discovery and your path to production is uh, substantially easier. Right. Well, hey, as I always say to my viewers, there's always a way to play uh, the markets in a crisis. Uh, now, of course, none of this is investment advice, and I urge people to do all their own due diligence on all this kind of stuff, as always. But a lot of people ask for interviews with people who are doing something innovative in different spaces, and we like to take that challenge and 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 listen to um, what people have to say on this because a lot of our viewers like to invest, and it's kind of a scary market in a lot of ways these days. It's uncertain for sure. Um, but with that said, there are the people that are pulling things out of the ground. And I think this is really interesting when we're dealing with, a, a, you know, a, a time in history where a lot of people are starting to look back at the things that ensured wealth in the past. Um, there's a, a good reason to look at the companies that are actually pulling it out of the ground and not just any companies, companies that are actually have projects and are actually doing something. And uh, that's what I want to get into next with you. Uh, Kalinex Mines, ticker symbol, a CLLXF, by the way, uh, you are the CEO of the company for many years. Under your leadership, two big discoveries have been made. And uh, when looking at the charts, uh, I saw each time you announced a big one, uh, shares rallied north of triple digits. Uh, what can you tell us about the, those uh, two discoveries? And are you, are, are you planning to drill again anytime soon? Yeah, absolutely. So we've uh, spent a considerable amount of time 
doing base metals exploration, our technical team's been uh, credited with numerous world-class discoveries in a really particular area of the world in northern Manitoba, uh, where we're exploring. It's a tier one jurisdiction being in Canada. And the model is always to do exploration in proximity to infrastructure uh, because that infrastructure has been put in place due to the pedigree of the geology in the surrounding area. Uh, so we've, we've been exploring that area for a number of years with an excellent team. We hit uh, our first discovery, Rainbow, in August 2020. Uh, and then subsequently, we had our second discovery called The Alchemist uh, in early last year in, in 2022. And we've spent the past several years uh, expanding the Rainbow discovery uh, to a bona fide uh, deposit. We're actually pending a maiden resource there. And what makes them unique is outside from the location being in a tier one jurisdiction within close proximity infrastructure is they actually happen to be very, very high grades uh, in terms of copper uh, and also carry gold, silver, and zinc as byproducts, which is quite unique. Mm -hmm. So they're polymetallic deposits in terms of grades. On average, if you look at copper production around the world, uh, you know, the, it's less than half a percent copper is what's mined. Uh, and, and again, uh, rainbow, for example, we're averaging between 3.75 to 4% copper. And if those grades hold true, you know, and this transitions and we goes into a producing mine in the future as we see it, uh, it will, will be one of the top 10 producing copper mines in the world uh, based upon the grades intersecting to date. So that's kind of showing you in terms of, you know, grades. And then add into that, there's uh, hydroelectric power uh, within 200 meters of Rainbow, for example. Uh, so you have on-site, clean, low-cost power. And as policymakers are driving uh, the zero-carbon economy, the copper uh, that's going to be, uh, I think, most sought after is certainly going to be the cleanest copper. And that's going to be uh, defined really by, you know, what is the energy generation to mine the, the copper? and really the grades, because the higher grade, the less amount of volume we have got to move or to be mined, to be processed, to get the same amount of metal out of the ground. And that's what we're on to uh, with the discoveries in Canada uh, at, at our Pine Bay project. Uh, and in terms of drilling, we're going to have drilling coming up in the very, very near future, uh, which we're excited about. We just completed a $9.4 million financing not too long ago within the past week and a half. Uh, and we're going to put those funds to work with continuing to expand Rainbow, Alchemist and uh, Vector to New Discoveries on the property in our 2023 exploration campaign. Well, well you know, I, being from Manitoba, I've always heard it is world class for metals up there. And uh, I, I wanted to go into this a little bit. McKenzie Investments and Altius Resources both invested in Calinex. Those are very successful capital allocators and, and funds. Uh, what made them put $2.5 million into Calinex? And do you or your family also own shares? Yeah, so in terms of Altius, Altius has a lot of experience within the, the camp. Uh, they're actually a royalty company. They have, through previous agreements, underlying um, royalty exposure to the discoveries. So I think, again, that's a good vote of confidence that they believe that uh, they're carrying on in, uh, with an equity investment into something that, that they foresee as potentially generating a royalty for them in the future. Uh, and then in terms of McKinsey, McKinsey's uh, the number one forming natural resource fund over the past 10 years in Canada. Uh, they don't typically come into exploration stories like Kalinex, so that's a big vote of confidence. They had followed uh, the company for a number of years uh, and really uh, made their investment after they saw, you know, Rainbow uh, kind of emerge as a bonafide discovery, as I mentioned, with the step-out drilling that we've done to date. Uh, it's pending now a maiden resource. And then we've just added another, you know, stable group of investors on the recent financing, and that's real key 
in terms of uh, the structure of the company, we have just over 17 million shares outstanding, and over half of those are held with their, their management and uh, our close associates to management, like our families per se, uh, as well as, as funds like McKinsey and Altius or resource capital funds. Uh, and in terms of myself, I am a very large shareholder of the company, uh, as well as my family. This has been a long-term vision uh, to make these discoveries that began in 2014. Uh, and we're very, very excited about you know, where we are and, and most importantly, where we're headed going forward into the future. Absolutely. And I have to remind people once again, uh, this is not investment advice to your own due diligence, but um, we, when we're dealing with... Uh, you know, uncertain times, the guys, again, that are pulling the things out of the ground that, uh, you know, people are using and historically have used as wealth insurance. This is uh, important to look at. It's not like any other stock out there. It's, uh, it's I, I believe it's very different. And it is something that could actually very well prosper in the future versus the uncertainty of the market currently right now. And uh, finally, I wanted to, uh, for listeners, as many are interested in new ventures to get involved in, from your perspective, uh, what are the two main reasons to own shares of Calinex? And uh, what would you tell people that that are wondering about that? Well, I think that if you're going to play uh, uh, and make an investment or allocation in your portfolio uh, to the natural resource space, uh, the biggest bang for the buck or where you can get the biggest return is going to be on the expiration side of things. Uh, expiration is what drives the largest re rewards. Uh, and it comes with the risks associated with that. With Calinex, you're you're going to get gaining exposure to two new discoveries of very exceptionally high grade base metals yeah. in a safe tier one jurisdiction that has uh, the amenities you could call it with the high high grade uh, the hydroelectric power line, existing infrastructure and work, workforce in close proximity, uh, and it's all being driven by a team that's uh, been credited with discoveries of some world class uh, mines before. And we're looking to obviously do that again with the current discoveries under under the belt now. Well, it all sounds really exciting going forward. And uh, I wanted to ask you where people can find more information and uh, what's the ticker they should be looking for? Yeah, certainly you can find more information on our website at calinex.ca. That's C-A-L-L-I-N-E-X dot C-A. Uh, and then also, if you'd like to purchase shares and you're located in the United States, we trade on the OTCQX under the ticker CLLXF, as well as uh, in Canada, our primary listing on the Toronto Venture Exchange under the ticker CNX. Well, I'm very excited to hear more about it as, as we continue. I've had you on the show before and viewers were really pleased with uh, the performance as well from there. I, I think I first had you on maybe two years ago or so. And, uh, you know, in, in these times, again, I've said it again, I say I sound like a broken record, but I do believe that this is an important time to consider, um, you know, projects, people involved in these uh, mining projects. So uh, I appreciate you coming on again to talk with us over at World Alternative Media, and we hope to talk with you again sometime soon. Excellent. Thanks again for having me. I really appreciate uh, the time and, and being able to be here today. Check the links, everybody, in the description, and we'll see you next time.